Respiratory Section 4, 11 of 21. LMA Special Considerations. Contraindications. The LMA should not be used in the following situations. Risk of gastric regurgitation and aspiration. Example, full stomach, hatal hernia, small bowel obstruction, symptomatic GERD, delayed gastric emptying. Airway obstruction at the level of the glottis or below the glottis, poor lung compliance, high airway resistance. In the event of a cannot ventilate, cannot intubate scenario, the LMA can be life-saving and should be used even if the patient is at risk for aspiration. In this situation, hypoxemia, not aspiration, is the greatest risk to the patient. What if gastric regurgitation occurs after the LMA is in place? If you observe gastric contents inside the airway tube of the LMA, then you should perform the following interventions. Leave the LMA in place. There may be gastric contents behind the LMA cuff and removing it can worsen the situation. Place the patient in a Trendelenburg position and deepen the anesthetic if necessary. Give 100% oxygen via Ambu bag. If gastric contents are present inside the breathing circuit, you do not want to push them into the lungs. Use a low fresh gas flow and a low tidal volume. Use a flexible suction catheter to suction through the LMA. Use a fiber optic bronchoscope to evaluate the presence of gastric contents in the trachea. If present, then consider intubation and aspiration protocols. Even though an LMA does not provide a truly secure airway, it does shield the glottic opening. The risk of gastric aspiration is low when used in patients with a low risk of gastric regurgitation. The incidence of gastric aspiration with an LMA parallels the incidence during non-LMA general anesthetic. 2 to 6 is to 10,000 cases. Additionally, the LMA does a better job of protecting the airway than a face mask. LMA and asthma. Volatile anesthetics obtain the pulmonary reflexes. As the patient emerges from general anesthesia, these reflexes wake up and if there is an endotracheal tube in the trachea, the patient may cough or suffer bronchospasm. Indeed, the patient with asthma is most likely to experience wheezing during emergence. Since the LMA sits over the glottis, there's nothing inside the trachea to stimulate it during emergence. LMA and SNS stimulation. We all know that direct vision laryngoscopy is an intensely stimulating procedure that can lead to increased catecholamines, causing tachycardia, hypertension, dysrhythmias, bronchorrhea, and bronchospasm. Did you know that the LMA is the least stimulating airway device? The tendency of airway device placement to activate the SNS from most to least stimulating is number one most stimulating is the combi tube number two is direct vision laryngoscopy number three is fiber optic intubation number four is lma lma and laparoscopy if you are going to use an lma for a laparoscopic procedure then follow the guidelines described in nagelhaut observe the 15 rule which uses Use less than 15 degrees tilt, less than 15 centimeters of water intra-abdominal pressure, and less than 15 minutes of insufflation. Select an LMA that allows for gastric drainage such as LMA ProSeal or LMA Supreme. Use in patients with normal BMI. Avoid in the obese population. Observe traditional NPO fasting guidelines. Avoid light anesthesia and be an expert. LMA user, I mean be an experienced LMA user.